Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello, and welcome back to the Rise Up SD Podcast. Another great day here. It's kind of not great weather, but it's supposed to clear up in the next couple of days. So. No, I think it's beautiful. I love nice. a little rain. A little rain. A little rain makes me want to light a fire and drink hot chocolate and take a nap. So maybe not the best for productivity, but still love it. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool, but um, that it's been, at least we're getting some variation in the weather. But I know. Nice it's so it's hard when it's 75 degrees and sunny every day, isn't it? Get, yeah. It just really weighs on your <laughs> psyche. It is easier to be inside, I have to say, when it's raining out because you can go outside and enjoy the rain a little bit and then you don't feel bad. Right, coming inside if you need a day to relax or if you have to get work done. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. So I think today what we were talking about is I've – there's been a couple kind of announcements in the news recently in the last couple days of things that are going on with sports and also – um, sports? sports? What are those? With sports? What are those? Do people um, play sports? And performing arts and stuff, which I thought was cool. So I just kind of wanted to touch on this because, um, you know, again, this is we, – we really don't know how long this whole thing is going to last. But it's amazing to see how quickly people have jumped to other mediums to get out, you know, information and – I should say information, but mostly entertainment out to people – we're really kind of really craving that at this time. And it's well, not, yeah, I don't I just mean entertainment in the sense of movies. It's it's culture and it's... Yeah, I mean, people are, are figuring out a way. I love that. I mean, it's basically what we as a community did, right? We said, okay, well, just because we have to shut down the gym temporarily doesn't mean that we're going to stop working out as a community. And we figured out another way to do it. Right. And um, all these other people who are in all sorts of different mediums are figuring it out too. They're saying, okay, well, if it's not going to be a week of this, which it's already been more than that, obviously... You know, what can we do? What, how can we adapt? And I think that um, making this spark those thoughts and those um, adaptations is really interesting to watch. Yeah. And so I get a um, just in my inbox every morning, a New York Times kind of daily briefing, which sometimes some mornings I choose to look at and sometimes I don't. Obviously, right now it's like almost 100% focused on the coronavirus. So I'm big on the daily skim. That's my, that's yeah. my read that comes to my inbox. There's a so it's pretty cool to look at. Some mornings I like see it in my inbox and I don't even open it and delete it if I'm not in the mood to look at it because a lot of it's obviously right now it's negative and it's like, oh, what Trump said that was false. And of course he did, but I don't really care about that right now. Or, you know, it spread to New York City or whatever it is. Um, and some days yeah, I'm interested there, in some There's days a certain amount of immersion that you need to have in order to be informed. And then beyond that, I think that it can get exactly detrimental for you to be just yeah, I don't involved think it's, in right. it all the time when it's not actually going to give you anything you can do about it right now. Or if, yeah, it's not going to help you today necessarily. Right. So today though, at the bottom of the thing, which is pretty cool, um, scroll all the way to the bottom, of course, because there's all this stuff about everything that's going on. And then they're like, what we're checking out. And it's called the Social Distancing Festival. Um, and it was ra- made by someone, a couple of random people who um, basically they were doing, uh, had a performance coming up that they had practiced and rehearsed or everything. And all of a sudden they realized it was canceled. And it's like detrimental when you spend months and months and months rehearsing to do a performance. Um, it's just a, a big old bummer. It's a big old bummer. You put all that hard work in and you're like, oh my God, it's such a waste. Um, but what this site is, it's called the Social Distancing Festival. You can Google it if you want. It's really geared towards uh, the performing arts. So visual arts, dance, music, theater, opera, that type of thing from around the world. And all it is is basically is that you – they're asking for submissions. So 
you can submit something and they're getting amazing submissions from things that people would pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for for tickets. And there's some of these performances or visual things that they're doing or dance or whatever they're putting on, you know, a recorded version and just putting it up on for free. Cause they're like, we did this. We might as well get it out to the world. Yeah. There are actually a lot of, um, musicals and, and people who own like videos of professional musicals that are releasing them to be watched for free right now. Right. Um, because obviously Broadway is dark and nobody's, you really can't hold performances anywhere because people have to sit next to each other and they can't do that right now. And there are actually, um, people in your own, in your own sphere whose shows were canceled um, members who were on stage who wanted to, you know, I don't know if you guys know. I mean, you had one like, coming up that oh, was, well, I, yes. you weren't, you weren't super invested, but it was a small, it was a, I, well, I was invested because the, the girls who were playing the major roles were really invested. So that right. was for my ballet company's, um, uh, ballet Cinderella was, I mean, indefinitely postponed at this point. Um, I don't know if you guys know the Sabras, but Daniel Sabra was in a play at CC where he didn't even get to do the second weekend. So I never got to see it, which was a real bummer. Um, that was really excellent. The Curious Incident of the Dog at Nighttime, um, and they they had to cancel the second part. So I think a lot of people who are know how important that stuff is, how important theater is, um, both to the people who are doing it and who find a lot of joy and pride and fulfillment in performing, but also to people people consume the arts and they have them in their everyday life. And I think we don't necessarily recognize how important those things can be to us until right. we're not allowed to participate in them the way that we were allowed to before. I mean, you can't even go to the movies right now. And it's not like I, I, I love the movies. I don't find as much time as I wish I could to go to the movies, but now I'm like, Oh, I can't even like, I literally can't even right. go or I, well, there's no, I can't go to a concert. I can't go watch my friend play music at a cafe, you know? Right. And, and something like this, I think is cool. It's like, like we were talking a little bit about that. We have now have members from outside of Santa Barbara community joining our social distancing program. And this is stuff from all over the world. So there's things here that you would never even have the opportunity to see that you're able to see. And it's bringing it kind of cool and closer together. So, um, you know, I mean, definitely check it out. And I think it's just going to grow too, because as there's more submissions in there, they'll do it. And not only that, they're also doing live streams and people are doing live concerts daily. I think there was like you know, 15 live concerts or things to choose from today. Yeah. And there's, I mean, also looking on things like Instagram, lots of people are doing that. My, um, my friend Heather, who's part of the social distancing program, you guys might know her from rise up. She plays music and she's done a couple Instagram live, um, musical playathons, which have been just really fun. Um, she's an incredibly talented musician, first of all, but, um, just to have that connection of, Oh, there are all these people are watching this together with you. And even though they're not in the room with you, it, it's a very, um, uh, you unifying experience. Yeah. I would say. I think it's be, cool. You can get, you, you know, know, you know, people or even yourself, maybe you're not really, you know, haven't done a lot of the visual performing arts and dance and watch a lot of that. And maybe it's something that you could, you know, you have some extra time on your hands and you just want to experience something new. You could do that. Or, you know, you know, kids exposed. I know in these days in schools, it's hard to get them a lot of that. I know, I know there's, you know, definitely not enough of the, you know, that the arts to go around. I feel like a lot of the times or a lot of people feel that way, especially if that's your outlet. So yeah, I'm just going to say this support arts in schools. It's so important. It's so important there. It's so important. There are so many benefits to both people who continue with it and people that don't everything from visual arts, painting, drawing, sculpture, to music, to theater. They're so important. The way that we process the world is through art. Okay, I'm done. Okay, well, get your I'm kids, mostly done. I'm not kids, really uh, done. Invested. So that was cool. So um, check that out once again, the socialdistancingfestival.com. 
Um, so yeah, all sorts of cool stuff. And there's, I mean, keep your eyes open because there are a lot of, um, this is another way that people are coming together to support each other. Um, I don't know. Some of you who may be into musical theater know who Laura Benanti is. She is an incredible, uh, performer on Broadway and many other places. Um, but she's on Twitter. Actually, she's been, um, she started this earlier, right, right when, you know, some of the bigger bands came down for social distancing. And she said, you know, I know there are all a lot of, she singled out, you know, like younger kids, high schoolers, but everybody, people who've been practicing for their spring musicals or their spring shows. And they're not, I know you guys aren't going to be able to do them. So take a video of yourself or your cast doing a number from the musical and post it on Twitter and hashtag, I think the hashtag is sunshine songs and I will watch all of them. I want to watch you. I want to watch you perform. And so this amazing, like Tony award winning huge star has gone through Twitter and she watches all these and she comments on them and she's, you know, likes them. And then you have this whole list of, it's so cool to watch all these different productions from all across the U S and I think lots of people overseas are getting into it too. Um, just people sharing this and inspiring. And, you know, of course all these other Broadway stars jumped on it and are watching these kids perform and liking their videos and stuff. And I just, I can't even imagine that happening to me at that age. I would be over the moon. So just what a wonderful thing that people are coming together to support this facet of life that maybe is a huge facet for you is a huge part of your life. Maybe it's not, but it's being affected too, you know? Yeah. Totally. And then the other thing I wanted to touch on for entertainment purposes was sports. It's like, wait, what's, what's sports? Oh, yes. Now you can talk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 the, the performing arts and stuff is something that I, that I love too, but not, not on the same sense as Addie. It's not, it's not what, you know, my, where my upbringing was. It's um, not your whole it. life. It's not my whole life. Um, but I'm a huge sports fan and I can't ever, like the Masters was supposed to start today. Like, there's so many things that got canceled sports-wise. Yeah, these and, are things that I don't, I don't yeah, really know. A lot I know, about. but there's so I can't even remember a time that it's been this long without real sports on. It's absolutely crazy. Um, and so what they're talking about too was like you know in the spring, you know, spring training and baseball is supposed to start. And so the owners and the players at unions of uh, Major League Baseball have come together and they're trying to figure out a way to do a social distancing major league baseball, which is kind of laughable. And then there's kind of some to it. And then it's well, kind it's of, not a contact sport. I mean, yeah. So it's, they it's throw interesting the ball from far away. ish. Well, I'll just right? tell you, like I, I appreciate baseball. I will watch. I grew up watching Dodger games. I like baseball. I'm not someone that watches every game. I don't, I, I kind of follow it, but I'm not a diehard. I wouldn't call myself a diehard baseball fan. I'm going to watch the playoffs and do that. And, but there's a lot of other sports that I would prefer to watch over baseball. But right now, if that was the only thing on and you give me a package to watch every Major League Baseball game, whether the uh, stands were empty or full, I would be following it every single day as a little bit of a distraction and something cool. But why do that when you could watch all seven seasons of Charmed on Netflix? Oh, man. Best yeah, show ever. Yeah, I'd, I would uh, <laughs> for Major League Baseball. So I'm curious what, to if, see what, what the sports world figures out because they're also losing money by the minute. Well, so if you haven't seen the media, what they're doing is they're trying to figure out what to do, right? So what they've suggested is, is there's a huge spring training, which spring training, if you don't know, is the, they go together and they basically train. play a bunch of games. They play two games a day in the spring. Is that spring what it is? Before, by chance? Yeah, spring training. <laughs> but they play other teams. So the teams play each other. Teams play each other before the regular season to just kind of get ready. And they, you know, they play like two games a day. Every team plays like two games a day. 
And in Arizona, they do a huge thing every year where you, at any given time, you can watch, you know, every day there's like 20 or 30 games going on at a time um, in Arizona. And what they were saying is, is let's socially isolate any major league player who wants to play, have all the teams participate. The stands will be empty, right? And there's no, no one allowed except for the players and whatever and quarantine them. And the hotels are hurting at this point. So there's empty hotels. And so fill the players, make them stay at the hotels, make them be completely isolated from everyone else and be able to play games in certain stadiums that are empty. And obviously you have to have officials and whatever else. And so the argument for it is, is that we need this right now. Obviously that, um, the players are hurting. They're not getting paid. The owners are hurting. They're not getting paid. And I mean, I'm sure they're fine for a little while, but yeah, they don't, they don't no. like make any money otherwise, do they? I know. They, they, well, they, they're not making money, but the idea is, is that how many people the major league baseball employs between coaches, players, they're Fair not enough. hurting it's, to it's sit out for a season. It's not just people making a ton of money. It's no, no. It's the referees are, yeah. and people behind it. And then there's, okay, you know, everyone okay. for broadcasting, right? All the broadcasting rights, everyone's going to film the games, produce the games, put them on. Um, and it would have huge viewerships. I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, like, I mean, I don't have extra, you know, a couple, I, I'm not spending extra thousands of dollars to fly out to spring training, go to a bunch of games and spend tickets. But if you said, oh, here's a major league package for 20 or 30 bucks for the season to watch every league major league game. Yeah, I would absolutely support and do that. And that supports a lot of jobs. And these are kind of some of the ways that I was thinking this is what would help get the economy back, right? That would be quite the sacrifice for some of those people, though, who basically have to be you do, and this is what Quarantine. I was thinking about. I was talking with um, one of our trainers who just filmed a live video, Skylar, earlier, and we were like throwing around ideas, and it's a sacrifice. But right now, like, okay, let's say you have, you know, a family and kids and stuff at home, and they were talking about quarantining them for up to, you know, three to six months. That's a huge, huge, big deal, right? But let's say you're, you know, a lot of pay players, single in their twenties or whatever else, you're stuck at home anyway. Would you rather be quarantined in a hotel and go out and play baseball every day and distract yourself? Um, or do that. If I was young and do that and I didn't have, you know, I was stuck in my house anyway, why wouldn't you go play? Um, so that was kind of some of the pros to it. You know, they don't, not every player would have to do it. Um, you know, the players are going to want to get paid obviously, which is fine if there's the TV contracts, but the owners obviously aren't getting the same amount of revenue because a lot of, um, the revenue comes from sales tickets to games, which there's stadiums are going to be empty. Yeah. If you're the owner of a sports team, I'm sure you're fine. Maybe, but yeah, for a while. But what they were saying is like, okay, well, if the owners took a cut, you know, so if they like, you know, dropped it and said, okay, that some of the players were paid less, the players can make less too. I'm just saying, the I mean, if you're the if less. you're the owner of a major league sports team and you can't survive for two or three months without getting paid, I think no, they can two money or three mistakes. months. They can two or three months, but there are some that can't survive multiple years without income. Uh, they, I mean, they would they would have to sell the team, or but no one's going to buy right now. I don't know, but. Um, even if you have a lot of money, they still need cash flow in it. So it's, it's, um, but they're not, we're not, we're not doing this for the owners per se. We're doing this right, for a little the overall economy and driving and entertainment. And let's just talk about that. So I'm not, I'm not going to defend the owners here, but then we were just talking about how crazy would that be to, so now you'd have to have a program, right? So you, they'd have to be social distance. They'd have to be quarantined. Like, could you do that in a safe, effective manner? I mean, do you think it's possible? I mean, it depends on what measures you consider to be safe. Right. I mean, that's a lot of teams would still have to come in contact with each other. Right. I don't know that it would actually abide by what the guidelines are, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it, I, maybe maybe it's smaller. I mean, they could even mix it up and do like to do a whole, it's going to say he'll do a whole new draft, mix up the I mean, players on the team. I mean, if you just played and, your own team the whole time, but that doesn't seem like it would be, uh, I mean, more entertaining than nothing, but. Yeah, no, you wouldn't want to play, you'd want to, you know, you'd be wanting mixing up with the things. But anyway, something to think about as we move forward. And, you know, I mean, again, 
even if they start to return back to normal, we're not filming. I can't imagine we're filling baseball stadiums for quite some time. So um, just something to think about. I would love to be watching sports, even if it's, you know, empty stadiums and different stuff. So I don't know. But I think that just thinking about new ways and these new mediums for entertainment is kind of a good idea. And there's stuff out there for you guys. So I'm going to go watch lots of musicals. Okay. Lots and lots of musicals. And I'm going to watch reruns of uh, the best uh, cycling races and triathlons that's on right now. When you know what happens? Yeah. That's still fun? You know what happens. You rewatch movies. Yes, but they're made to be entertaining. But you watch the best ones. Sports. Uh, Okay. Well, everybody's got their thing, I guess. All right. Yep. Whatever your thing is, I hope there's some way for you to continue to access it. Maybe try something, watch something you've never watched before. Um, and get involved in in some of these new ways that we're getting to be connected. Yeah. So, all right, guys, that's our thoughts for today. Um, I'm gonna go watch my fair lady are. for the 18,000th time. And I'm gonna go watch reruns of sports. All right. Bye. Bye guys. <laughs>